Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Micah chapter 7 verse 18 from the New King James Version. Who is a God like you? Pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. I'll take that again. Micah chapter 7 verse 18. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Who is a God like you? Pardoning iniquity and passing over the transgression of the remnant of his heritage. He does not retain his anger forever because he delights in mercy. This verse by Prophet Micah totally destroys the stereotypes and the archetypes that men, Nollywood, Bollywood, Hollywood, and all the entertainment industries have projected about God. There is this unconscious image of God that that occurs normally or by default in the mind of every human being, and is that God is likely a schizophrenic individual who is easily angered and who gets really annoyed. Most people think that God goes about looking for faults in people so that he can have a reason to be angry at them. And it's so painful that not just most people, but most Christians also go about with this kind of thoughts in their heart. Those kind of Christians need to turn to Micah chapter 7 verse 18 because this verse clearly shows us the characteristics of God. The first one is that God is always pardoning iniquity. God is pardoning iniquity. God is able to pardon. He is able to forgive. He is able to forgo. He is able to say that what you've done, even though it is bad, I set you free from the consequences. That is God. He is able to pardon iniquity. And that's why the prophet was asking, who is a God like you? Pardoning iniquity. God can pardon iniquity. Despite the fact that you've done something bad, God can pardon you. You remember when criminals in a country have committed heinous crime and they are serving time in the prison and some of them have been sentenced to life imprisonment. The president can come and say, I give you presidential pardon. What presidential pardon does for that person is that it cuts short their life sentence and brings them out of prison therefore removing the consequences of their actions from their lives in the same way god is always ready to pardon iniquity of his people is always ready to pardon the iniquity of his people meaning that even though you've done something wrong and that you must bear the consequences god is able to rise on your behalf and deliver you from the consequences of your action even though you may be deserving of those consequences god can pardon iniquity the second part is that god is passing over the transgression god is passing over the transgression and this is also very interesting god will come to people's transgression and he will pass over it meaning that god is going to overlook it god is not going to hold it in mind and this also is very important because as human beings we deal with people or we are in a relationship with people who after we've done something wrong we've, we've made a mistake it is it is very hard for them to forgo it is very hard for them to let go even if that person says look i'm forgiving you there is a likelihood that two months down the line 
two weeks down the line, if you if, if you then meet with that person, that person can call to remembrance what you've done for them. God is not like that. God is not like that. God is ready to pass over your transgressions and in his mind, it is as if those transgressions never occur. It is as if those transgressions never occur. Now, third part says, he does not retain his anger forever. God does not retain his anger forever. He may be hungry. That anger rather has an expiry date. God is not going around being angered by what you did yesterday. God is not going around being angry about what you've done 10 years ago. God is not angry at you. He does not hold his anger forever. He does not hold his anger forever. That means God will not hold grudges against you forever. What that means is that if you've done something that you know can grieve the Holy Spirit in your life, you can easily ask for God to forgive you because he does not hold his anger forever and finally he says because he delights in mercy the reason why god does not hold his anger forever is that he delights in mercy it delights in mercy which means that the only thing that delights god is to show mercy showing mercy is something that brings the light to him it gives him joy to show mercy it gives him fulfillment to show mercy it gives him it gives him so much comfort to show mercy the same way some of us have our favorite food and when we have eaten them we get delighted by eating them some of us are very delighted by spending time with our spouses spending time with our children some of us are delighted in in our achievements and know that god delights in showing mercy god delights in showing mercy and when you look at these three characteristics of god his readiness to pardon his readiness to pass over our transgressions is the fact that he does not retain anger forever because he delights in showing mercy that will tell you christian brother non-christian brother that no matter what you've done to god he is always available to forgive you he is always available to forgive you there are so many people who are having a very good work with the holy spirit but then sin came in and they fall in and so they are so ashamed they are afraid to go back to him because they feel like god is going to punish them for what they've done what you need to do is to go back to him because he delights in showing mercy he delights in showing mercy it's not it's not like our earthly parents or our earthly classroom teachers would delight in caning us for for errors that we've done would delight in disciplining us for our mistakes you need to know that god delights in showing mercy somebody will say oh but my brother how about that part that says we should not be angry where god disciplines us you need to understand that the discipline of god is a result of his mercy the discipline of god results from his mercy god delights in showing mercy And what does that do to us when we begin to review our lives and see that we serve a father who is ready to pardon us and save us from the consequences of our actions? That we serve a father who is going to pass over our iniquity and who does not hold on to his anger forever because holding on to his anger is not delightsome to him. His original delight is that he shows mercy. And mercy, mercy is a very strong characteristic, virtue, and a blessing of God. Mercy, God delights to show mercy. 
God delights to show mercy. And it's my prayer as I round up this evening that you will experience the mercy of God. I don't know who you are. I don't know where, what you've done. I don't know how you have, you have backslidden or you have transgressed in your walk with God. Or oh, for some of you, you've done so many bad things and you feel like God can never accept you. I want to tell you that that is the lie of the enemy. God is more than ready to pardon your iniquity. And God is more than ready to pass over your transgression. He is ready and is more delighted to show you mercy today. What will you do then? Go back to him with open arms, with the understanding of this scripture. And tell him, Father, I know you delight in showing mercy. Show me mercy. This is what I have done. This is what I have said. This is what I I should have not done that I have done. Lord, forgive me. Help me experience your mercy. And the delight of God that is his mercy will rest upon you. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Thank you everyone for joining us once again tonight. See you tomorrow for another edition of What Up Podcast. God bless.